Hello, one and all. I hope everybody's doing well, and I hope you guys are ready for a very, very informative night. I just have to just see how things go. Keep it up, keep it up. All right, all right, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. Let's go ahead and just go ahead and stop the music because we got lots to cover here. You know, I, I want to go ahead and pre-apologize to everybody, to anybody who may have tuned in thinking that we were going to be doing the album chat for Funkatopia Live. I mean, uh, from sorry, <laughs> for the Chocolate Invasion. I had everything ready. It, Chocolate Invasion album chat was ready to go. Uh, but then at one o'clock in the morning, we got this surprise email from Paisley Park uh, giving us a bunch of details and divulging a bunch of details about the event. And so therefore it is, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff takes precedence, especially when we've been waiting with bated breath to get any type of information whatsoever. And of course there was only the first person I absolutely positively thought of to call. I said, well, I'm going to be talking about this tonight for sure. And I, I didn't even hesitate to text you at what time in the morning it was. <laughs> It was like five o'clock your time. Pretty early. It's all good. I was up. I was awake. It's Dr. Funkenberry in the house. How you doing, man? You doing all right? How's it going, man? Let's go. Uh, in the house, in the apartment, whatever. Yeah. Uh, just want to quickly, because I know we're going to get deep into celebration talk and whatnot. Just you guys send your thoughts. I've been seeing stuff that's been DMing me on Twitter and Facebook fan page, but also want to give a quick uh, thing before, because usually people do this at the end of the show and say beginning, but you heard about Latanya Dupas. Yes. She passed away. I'm very sorry to hear that. And uh, just want to say, say that, and my condolences to her, her family, and the entire PRN alumni. It's just a sad day, but we're going to go on and do this and talk about the celebration, the other things going on. we glad to get your text Early in the morning, I still responded. Uh, you know me. Team <laughs> no sleep, as uh, someone says. So, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it's it's one of these things where it is, um, you know, yeah, well, yeah, and, and definitely want to make sure that we kind of give a little bit. I, I do want to second your shout out uh, again for those for those who don't know, uh, PRN alumni is a fantastic organization that helps, uh, helps people that had once been in the employee of either Paisley Park or Prince, I guess is pretty much one in the same. Uh, but one of the uh, people, the alumni that, uh, was part of the PRN alumni group was, uh, Latanya Dupas and, uh, she has passed away and, uh, from, from cancer. And it is, yeah, it's, she was, she served in the army. She was an educator and a counselor for at-risk youth. And, um, she was just a great person. So it was kind of really a bummer to, to get that news. And, um, yeah, yeah. kind of sucks. If she's in our thoughts. I met her before. She was a very sweet person. I wish that I was able to know more about her and talk more. I believe I met her at Paisley like last year or a year before then, but um, it wasn't a long enough conversation. So I'm just, I have regrets over that. That's why I like, I wish, you know, I, I want to take more time talking with people when not events such as Paisley or such as other things, just because 
you know, that's why I tell people to come up to me at places because I wish that I knew her better than I did, you know, whether it's on social media or in, in real life, just reach out, you know, everyone's going through something and it's just sad, terribly sad. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, um, it's difficult, you know, when somebody from somebody from the Prince fam, you know, but you know, it's just, it's the reality of life. It, it does, it does eventually come to an end at some point, which is just unfortunate, but that's a reality also. But, uh, I don't even know how to even get out of this conversation <laughs> So. We have to we have to just focus on Paisley Park, the celebration that the prices, although the prices were announced, although the schedule and everything that's going on hasn't been, and the the divide will divulge it and go through it and let's get into it. Yeah. So for those who do not know, uh, what had happened is, is that last night at one o'clock in the morning, Eastern standard time was roughly about that time. Let's not get bogged down with specifics, but the people who had been previously VIP level attendees at the celebrations received an email last night that laid out, well, the email itself really didn't say much of all. It just, it said, it, the email itself didn't say much. It just kind of said, you have the opportunity to purchase tickets, click on this link. And then of course they were given a bunch of information that was then divulged about the different price levels, what they're going to be getting uh, and everything else. So, you know, and, and we'll, we'll read that. We're going to, we're going to go through and we're going to read it in its entirety <clears throat> and then what we're going to do is we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some of the aspects of it, some of the feedback that we've been getting from from the people. Uh, and I, one of the things we want to make sure of, we want to make sure that we kind of keep this positive. We want to keep this a positive vibe because we are all here for the same purpose. And that is obviously to continue to you know, continue Prince's legacy and to keep him, keep him moving forward and keep the doors of Paisley Park open. And, you know, so we want nothing but the best for Paisley Park and everything about it. So let's, let's go ahead and preface right. it. We just preface it with that. However, there are some things the way they're kind of unfolding that make it very, very difficult. And some of the gripes and things that we're hearing do are valid. Uh, so we're going we're going to talk about that. We're you know just we have to maintain our journalistic integrity I mean, and, and just yeah. We, I mean we have to see both sides here. Let's let's be honest here. Um, what I was expecting, um, how do I put it? Um, because look, on Friday, South by Southwest was canceled. Albeit that that's next month. Now. Here it is. As of our conversation right now, Coachella has officially been moved from April to October. Yep. It hasn't been canceled, but also they didn't want to do all these refunds. So what I was getting over the past week is people were like, oh, they don't think there's going to be a celebration um, this year. And look, what's, what's going on with this virus or whatnot, and people forgot how to wipe their ass and are like going and buying toilet paper and water like it like it's a limited edition Rainbow Children vinyl. Um, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. But here it is. We're getting official confirmation. It looks like right now celebration is on. Although if you go to the Paisley Park website, they're talking about the virus, the light beer virus. I'm not trying to make light of it. 
No, no pun intended on that. Um, but they're talking about their, their safety precautions and other stuff. But here it is. We have info about the celebration and like it's as everything that the estate has done, and this is no knock to them at all, or if Haley's done it, it comes off as controversial. And that's what we're getting into. We're going to stay positive because like I said, I want to support it, but we're going to, what we're going to be doing is, is fans concerns. And there is both things. There's people that are already telling me that they're going to support it. They're buying the gold. There's other people that are upset. I do like want to want to hear from people that have been before and this is like not wanting them to go. And of course we want to put everyone's concerns out there um, of it. And I'm sorry to talk so much about, but here it is. We should be happy that it looks like it may be going on, especially with the cancellation of these bigger festivals and especially with the twins game that's going to be happening. But here it is. Um, you know, it's just, as Prince said in one of my favorite lines, what good is time if you take up, if you take up every day to complain? What good is time if you take up every day to complain? You know, but right. here we are. We wouldn't have this podcast episode without it, right? You'd be doing your Chocolate Invasion album chat. That's correct. <laughs> you know, there is that. So let's let's talk about a couple things. You know, so we'll, we'll kind of do the blanket thing. I do want to read the read it in its entirety so that you can hear everything that uh, is in the email in case you didn't read the Facebook post. If you have anything that you want to ask of myself or Dr. Funkenberry or any concerns or feedback or whatever, please send them to funkatopia at gmail.com. That's F-U-N-K-A-T-O-P-I-A at gmail.com. Send them there. Or you can also go ahead and chat a little bit on the actual post on Facebook. There's actually a couple of them. There's one that kind of announces the show tonight, announces that Funkenberry and myself are going to be on. And there's also one that kind of, uh, is is essentially what I'm going to be reading to you here in a second. So you can comment on either of those posts and I will do my best to make sure that I stay on top of it. Uh, one of the things I can say before I, before I read this email is that, uh, well, not email, read the post, is that some VIPs did not get this email. That has been a, a big thing and I don't know what the reasoning for that was, but there have been numerous, numerous people who have done VIP who did not get this communication. And I don't know whether or not it was a scenario where they were VIPs previous years, but they didn't come last year or what it was, <clears throat> what it was that caused that disparity. However, there were some VIP people that said they did not get this email. So, that being said, I, I don't know what to tell you. My guess is, is that if you are VIP, you can probably email info at paisleypark.com and get them to actually you know, give you access. Um, because here's the thing. There's nothing on the Paisley Park website that I'm about to read to you. This has not been shared with the general public. Even if, and I don't, I am I have not I am not VIP level. I've never attended one of these events as VIP. So, I, but I did want to go in and log in uh, to my account cuz you have a login area there and I think that if you were had been a VIP in the past and you log in, this may be available to you to see. I don't know. Somebody had told me that. Huh. But you can't you can't see it unless you're logged in. And I don't 
but I, I can't see it, so I could not verify that. I have not been able to verify that. Either way, if you are a VIP and you did not get this link that allows you to go ahead and pre-purchase tickets, make sure that you email them at info at paisleypark.com, and I'm sure they will take care of everything. Um, so we are going to be reading this now. Um, anything that you want to, before I read this, anything that you wanted to preface first, uh, Jerry? No, I do want to make sure, and I don't know if it's better to do it beforehand or afterhand. Uh, the article that uh, Cypher, the interview he did with John Green last week, that I was talking about some stuff because, of course, people were upset that that article and other things that were discussed in it. And um, yeah, well, it's just quite frustrating. So. Yeah, I, I think I'll read the email first. I do actually have that uh, that interview printed out. What uh, Jay is referring to is the um, is <clears throat> Alan Seifert did. He, he is obviously um, you know, Graceland Holdings, for those who don't know the background story, um, they are no longer a part of Paisley Park, so they've kind of been the ones that have been running the show. And now uh, Alan Seifert is now the official, official, the man at Paisley Park. So he is. he did an interview kind of talking about some of the changes that they're going to be doing and some of the things that they're going to be doing. And... Uh, a lot of it that kind of got some flack were the self, the ability to take cell phone pics inside of Paisley Park now in certain areas, and also the alcohol, and that got a lot, a lot of flack. And so there's a little bit of things that are going on that people aren't happy with. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about this email. For those who do not did not get the email, which is a, probably a majority of you listening. And on top of that, did not, uh, maybe you're a VIP and didn't get this email either. Here's essentially what it was. It sent, let me pull up um, the email itself, and I'm going to have to go back here and look at the thing. The email itself just said, you are, you are invited to join us for Celebration 2020. As a 2019 VIP, you have the exclusive opportunity to purchase tickets to this year's festivities taking place from June 4th to 7th. Uh, and then uh, public on sale date was March 19th, 2020, and it said, see you soon. So that kind of speaks a little bit to what I said before, because it says in there very, very specifically, it says as a 2019 VIP. So maybe if you were a VIP in previous celebrations, but you weren't there in 2019, that may be the reason why you didn't get it. And while I'm reading this, I'm going to pause you. I'm going to mute you for a second, Jay. I'm going to mute Jay for a second. Uh, while he's doing this thing, I'll still hear him, but you guys won't. Um, so let's, da, 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 da. all right, let's read this. It says general admission. It first, it starts off with, uh, it says general admission 499 VIP is 999 gold VIP is 1,450. And so it, those are the three price levels that you can purchase again, $499 for general admission, $999 for VIP, and $1,450 for gold VIP. Uh, I did find out that with it's it's about $100 in tax on top of that, and on top of that, you have a four convenience $4 convenience fee, which brings your total to somewhere around $1,550 something or whatever. Then the rest of the text says, extremely extremely limited quantity available. The gold VIP pass this year includes 
VIP entry and preferred seating at all Paisley Parks events and concerts. That hasn't changed. A specially curated guided tour experience at Paisley Park. That hasn't changed. Dedicated concierge service throughout the event. Uh, I don't believe that's changed. I don't know exactly what all that entails, but it is what it is. Uh, Fully catered VIP lounge area at Paisley Park. On-site parking at Paisley Park. It says limited availability. You have to email info at paisleypark.com to reserve. A meet and greet with the special guests. So you get to meet Morris Day in the Time and NPG and whoever else. You get a free exclusive VIP gift. You get 15% off of all merchandise, food, and beverages at Paisley Park during the event. Access to a VIP-only merchandise items. Uh, transportation from the Minneapolis airport to select partner hotels, exclusive preferred rate at our official lodging partner, daily shuttle service to Paisley from select partner hotels, a ticket to the Prince Knight Twins game in the Delta Sky 360 club level ticket, and then ticket to First Avenue after dark party. Then for the silver VIP, which is $999, it includes VIP entry and preferred seating at all Paisley Park events and concerts. So that's there. Curated walkthrough tour of Paisley Park. Okay. Fully catered VIP lounge area as Paisley Park. Meet and greet with special guests. 10% off all merchandise and food and beverages at Paisley Park. Access to VIP only merchandise items and the ticket to the First Avenue After Dark party. And then, of course, the general admission pass doesn't get any of that stuff. It's just cost $499.99. And it just basically doesn't have any information about general admission about what you get. But uh, assuming you don't get any of those additional things that VIP, I unmuted you, you, Jay. Um, And so it's just one of those things. And I'm sorry, I muted you. I guess you were doing ice or something. So... (laughs) No, we're just getting another headset ready just in case how long this goes. But by the way, while you were talking, someone just sent me um, a message. Thank you very much. There is a celebration page now um, that they have on uh, paisleypark.com that I just sent out a tweet to and a Facebook, uh, the fan page, Celebration 2020. Um, with join us June 4th through 7th to celebrate the life legacy and music of Prince. Three days of live music, exclusive Prince concert screenings, panel discussions, fan meetups, and Prince Night with the Minnesota Twins at Target Field, featuring performances and appearances by Kentronada, Morse in the Time, the New Power Generation with special guests. Talent and programming subject to change. What's new this year? Single track as opposed to two in previous celebrations. New level of experience, the gold VIP pass. After dark at First Avenue, Prince Night at Target Field. Public on sale date, March 19th, 2020. Click here to sign up for updates. So here we go. Uh, we are getting the single track, which is something that I wanted. We don't have the hours posted yet. It does mention the gold VIP pass, but it's not mentioning uh, the 1450 uh, shock sticker shock sticker that goes with that along with the um, silver, which is the $1,000 VIP ticket price, and then the GA $500 ticket. But at least there is more info for people that may not be aware of what's going on. 
Yeah, and this, I mean, this page must have just launched uh, just like within the past few hours because when I was kind of doing some of this preliminary things, I guess around three or four o'clock, that page was not there. So this has been something that has just popped up and um, it's just popped up. So this is kind of, I, I love how everything is happening as we're doing Funkatopia Live. That's pretty badass, I gotta say. It's very, it's very cool that we're able to kind of share some of this information and it's all kind of unraveling as we're doing the show. Um, so let us talk about, um, let's talk about some of the... I don't know if we should go into some of the things. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at all these different commentaries that are coming through about, you know, about the pricing, about what you get and what you don't get. And there's also been a lot of people that are, you know, a little bit more snarky about it. But, you know, a lot of those snarky people never go to the celebration in the first place. So, you know, these are the same people that complain every single year about, oh, it's, it's I'm not doing this, it's just a waste of time, blah, 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 blah. And it's just kind of one of those things where, where you know, I'm sorry to kind of do a little, be a little negative here, but the reality of it is, is that some of these people just go on, they just complain, and they just chat and chat and chat, and they've never even stepped foot into Paisley Park. So I, I, we're we're talking about, and I want to kind of address the crowd that has already been to Paisley Park and kind of knows what this experience is about. Um, and before I kind of get to some of the commentary that's coming from some of the people, let's let's chat about what is coming for the gold VIP pass. The gold VIP pass as a level is new this year, but the reality of it is I don't see anything here that they haven't done previously. The ticket to the first Avenue after dark party is new. Uh, the twins game is obviously new, but that's just kind of taken the place of Prince live on the big screen that they had, you know, the two previous years. So they've always had a special deal with the hotels. They've always kind of had uh, access to VIP items. They've always had the 15%. Well, they've always had discount on merchandise. Uh, They've always gotten a free gift. They've always gotten to meet and greet whoever was there. So on-site parking, fully catered VIP lounge area. Um, I don't know what the concierge service is. And then, of course, they've got the specially curated guided tour of Paisley Park and VIP entry and preferred seating. So there's nothing new that you're getting that you haven't gotten in previous years from VIP. And really, with the silver VIP, the only thing that you're missing out on is, I mean, you get the ticket to the First Avenue After Dark Party. You get, uh, it looks like for the silver VIP pass, you do not get to go to the baseball game. That's not in there. I just noticed that that was missing from there. Um, really? So, yeah, it's not listed. It's it's got. Or is it just the seating? Sorry, no, it's not. Is it just the seating of the 360? Nope. Huh? It's not in there at all. It's got the VIP entry and preferred seating at all Paisley Park events and concerts. That's in there, but the yeah the baseball game is not part of the silver VIP pass. So that extra five hundred bucks that's is getting you an extra five percent discount on the merchandise. And it's getting you, uh, I guess it's getting you transportation from the hotels to Paisley Park, and it's getting you a ticket to that baseball game. That's the only difference that I can see. Uh, and the reality of it is, is if you wanted to go to the baseball game, you could probably go to the baseball game. <laughs> buy a ticket to the baseball. I'm, I'm right. not. I'm not trying to shoot them in the foot, you know, and have people go around and do this. But 
that's kind of what we're looking at here. Uh, the, you know, I don't know. So let, let's talk about the pricing of this, <laughs> shall we? Uh, feedback has been that it's very expensive. I, there's some, I, I've got lots of friends that are, are going and Rodney's going and Cheska's going. Uh, so many people have, are, are planning, are, are going. Uh, Mariana is going. I, I can like list off a bunch of people that I know that have already purchased a ticket. They've already purchased the gold VIP ticket, and that's great. Um, but it's that's a that's a lot of money. It's it's it really is a lot of money. And um, what what's your feedback on this? I didn't see that the twin thing isn't for people that spend a thousand dollars. I mean, I can understand three sixty, but I'm like, I mean, yeah. I think last year, I'm, if you didn't, if you went to Prince Live on the big screen last year, if you had like the lower VIP or, I mean, even general admission got ticket to got a ticket to the Prince <clears throat> Live on the big screen. They just had to sit further back. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, because look, you would, I, it has to be, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong and that's a misprint, but because you get a ticket with the, with the thousand dollar package, the silver package, you get a ticket to the after party at first Avenue, right? Right. Same thing with silver. So, yeah. So I would imagine that you get the twins ticket too, because I would imagine the night of the twins game, since first Avenue is right across the street, that that's where the after party going to be on a separate night. That's another thing that I don't think people will be upset about yet, but probably might be upset about is that you may be going to Paisley during that day. It'll be one night that you will not be at Paisley. You'll be at the game. And then instead of going to Paisley for the after party, but I do believe it's a smart idea to have it at the legendary first Avenue. Um, the pricing, Look, I know that they're trying to keep it open and I would like it to be to be lower. I try to like talk with certain people about how they can fit more people in, like maybe not having chairs out for everyone or only having that during the day, then at the concert remove the seats so you can fit more people in. Um but it's like it is it is like a little bit of the haves and the have mores when it comes to ticket price. I knew this was going to happen eventually. That you can be the biggest, most hardcore Prince fan or fam alive, but now it's eventually going to come down. If you don't have that money, you're going to be missing out on certain events. And I do feel sad about that. And, um, you know, we want everyone to be able to attend, be able to go to Paisley. And of course, this being the first year that it's in June instead, um, you know, it's probably more in demand, but I do see that people are upset that overseas, um, you know, that they still don't have a warning. Like, yeah, now they know, they know the dates, they know the prices, but it's like close. We don't know what's going on with this virus thing either. Like, it's just, well, I understand, like, look, Look, you don't have to get the gold. I already know like there's people complaining about it and there's people private messaging me that are going to get the gold. And I'll share like the reasons why they're doing it. But I know a few people 
you know, they want to, that's why I said for people to DM me, there are some people that don't want people to know that they have the money or other things, but there are people that are planning on getting the gold. So there you go. People are complaining about it, but there's still people that are willing to purchase the tickets for that $1,500 price, you know? Yeah. I just, for me, it's, it's one of those things where it's very expensive. Like this year I've, the past few years that I've gone, I've gone by myself. And, um, uh, I, I actually like doing that because I don't have to worry about anybody being with me. If somebody's not feeling something, you know, I don't have to, you know, feel pressured to leave a scenario if I'm digging it and they're not, um, <clears throat> this year, a good friend of mine from uh, high school, I mean, this is somebody I've known almost 40 years of my life. And, um, and he's, you know, I, he, he knows me more than better than anybody, um, and he is actually coming from Arizona to come with me and he's never been to, um, the Paisley Park celebration. We've been to Paisley Park, but never during the celebration. And so, I mean, I would love for him to be able to experience it, but I also know that he's not going to be able to afford even the general admission is 500 bucks. So if I wanted to treat him and, and have him go with me and let, let us do something that's a thousand dollars right out of the gate, um, just for me and him. And so that makes it kind of difficult because it's just, um, it's just, it's, it's just a lot of money. And, and I can see as far as Australia is concerned, some of these people, you know, because some of these people would love to be able to come, but maybe they can't afford the $500, but maybe they might be able to afford a hundred dollars if, you know, you had special access to go to a concert there. You know, so maybe, you know, NPG's playing one night and you want to see NPG or the Times playing one night and you want to see the time and they open the doors for a hundred dollars, you know, for a hundred bucks to come in and see the show. Okay. That's still a little bit of a splurge, but it's not five times as much, you know? And and for me, because, because I'm coming in, I'm not even coming in until noon on, on the fourth. And then we're leaving the evening of the seventh. So most likely they'll have a big ending crescendo. I'm going to miss that. And I'm going to miss whatever they do in the morning on the fourth. And then it's just, you know, so it's not very probable that I personally am going to be at Paisley park. So I, that's the reality of it. And that was your plan. So you go, see, I still want to go to cover it because I do the sure. podcast because you do a daily podcast or everything. I want to cover it. I want to see the differences. Another thing is, is that to let people know that may have something, they may have something new there or whatnot. And then for people that are going to be going after the celebration throughout the rest of the year to let them know these things and be able to answer their questions. You know, these are the things is like covering it and reporting on it. Of course, don't know if I'm going to have that this year. Every year, you just kind of try to be positive that it's going to happen. I'm going to be able to cover it because I do feel that, you know, myself, yourself, and others, they are providing a service to help out Paisley and do this stuff with the estate. You know, I may not agree with everything the estate does, but when they do things, I let them know. I don't think that my opinion matters much to them. I know it matters more to the fans, which I'm appreciative in your listeners and my listeners, but you know, you weren't planning on going and I, and I feel bad that you already, even before this stuff that you felt it wasn't worth it to you to go to where, you know, we still don't know who's going to be on the panel, who's going to be on the other stuff. We don't know who that they're going to be having these, these special meet and greets with. Um, 
but I'm disappointed to hear that, but I understand where you're coming from. And now to see this discrepancy in the money, and there is, of course, people are letting their voices be heard that aren't going to be going to celebration or, you know, about how expensive it is. And, of course, the people that are mostly getting the tickets are kind of like keeping it private that they're doing it. I did see that our boy Rodney Fitzgerald is putting it out there. Um, I think he was one of the original people to put out the email. Uh, so thank you for that, Rodney, as well. Um, but it's just, it does seem like it is the haves and the have mores right now. And I do feel bad for other people that aren't able to attend because, look, there's not going to be a live stream of this or other things. You will have the great Steve Park taking photos and other things I would be assuming because he's done it for the past three years. So why wouldn't you do it for a fourth year, you know? Yeah, and as and to kind of speak to why I had I had made because you and I talk on the phone quite a bit um, off off air, and one of the things that I had mentioned to you was that you know I, I really didn't feel like I was going to be able to. It wasn't that I don't want to go. I would love to go to Paisley Park to celebrate it. I, I think what's a little bit difficult for me um, is that a lot of people work Monday through Friday, and for it to end on the seventh and have a whole bunch of events ending on the seventh on a Sunday night and going in late in Sunday night. So not only do you have to take off a few days in one week, but then you also have to take another day in another week as well, which for those of us who do different types of work, it's, it makes it, makes it very difficult to do that. I was trying to kind of keep that down. But the other thing was, is that as I told you, many of these bands that they have, playing i have seen multiple times i've i mean i've seen npg multiple times i they i was blessed enough that they invited me to come and actually introduce them and in minneapolis and also here in atlanta uh, so that was a really cool honor that i got to be able to do uh, but um npg and i've seen more stay in the time I, I can't even count how many times i've seen more stay in the time i've never seen k tronada but you know i i have a radio station so i can play a lot of music so i'm good um, and I've toured Paisley Park. Obviously, we did not tour upstairs or anything upstairs. I would love to see that kind of stuff, but it's not, it's, you know, it's not a deal breaker for me. Um, some of the unreleased shows and concerts, I guess that would be like a question I would ask a lot of people. For those of you that feel like this is a very, very expensive venture, what could Paisley Park do? that would entice you and really make you think, oh, well, I wasn't going to do it, but now mm, that now now we're in a totally different realm, a totally different ball game. Uh, I just don't think that there's anything that they can, that they, for me, just for me. Here's the thing, and I, I, I don't want to go down a negative route because for those of you who, have, who are hardcore fans, and I'm a hardcore fan too, I just, I have to have a little bit of level of reality too, though. Um, for those of you who have never been to Paisley Park and have never been to Celebration, you absolutely positively, without a shadow of a doubt, this will be worth the money. Even if you can only afford general admission, do that because it will be bad to the bone. You're going to have an amazing time. The love and the the vibe that you get there will be will will keep you buzzing for months. It is such an amazing event, such amazing people, such amazing fans. There's nothing about the celebration that I can complain about. I had such a good time. Every time I've gone, I've had an unbelievable time. But 
just like you were talking about from a journalistic standpoint, we would love to be able to cover the event. I would love to cover the event for Paisley Park, just, you know, even on the radio station, uh, on, you know, via blogs, via posts on the websites, anything. I would love to be able to cover them. However, um, there are no concessions for journalists. So just like, it was funny because we were about to do the, the album chat for Chocolate Invasion. And one of the things that I denoted in there is that the press was not given copies of Chocolate Invasion or Slaughterhouse. In order to, for them to be able to review it, there were no review copies. They would have to, they would have had to sign on as a NPG Music Club member in order to be able to get it and download it. And then at that point in time, they had actually shifted over to the $25 version. And then you had to go in and then purchase the album. So the albums didn't get reviewed a lot and much at all other than from people that were in the MPG music club. And so this is kind of a little bit of the same thing. It's just, you know, we want to be able to help to promote this event for you and get people excited about this event for you, but they're not divulging any information and they're not giving any press access. Well, they, they are giving some press access. I don't know about this year, but the press that they're giving access to don't, have quite the reach that we do and the core audience and focused groups that we have the people that are fans of Funkenberry and the people that are fans of Funkatopia. Th- these are Prince fans. These are hardcore Prince fans. We have your market, your target market audience. We, we have it. We have it completely. 100%. Michael Dean, he uh, has it completely. 100%. He's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these guys, Prince's friend, they, we all have your friggin', we have it. We have your core group. We have your audience. And um, it's just, but they've never really kind of really seen it that way. So in order for us to be right. able to cover the event, we're going to have, we would have to come out of pocket to, to do that. And, and I'm okay with that. I've done it for years. I, I'm, I was okay with that. But this year, I just, I kind of felt like, okay. All right, let me take a break and maybe take in Minneapolis, take in some of the sights and sounds of Minneapolis. I still haven't seen where you know, where Prince's, you know, some of Prince's houses used to be. I still haven't been in that tunnel that has all the graffiti and all that stuff. I still haven't been in that. I still haven't seen any of the murals. I mean, there's so many things that I haven't done in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? Let me Let me use this vacation to do that. But again, we're here to talk right. about the Paisley Park celebration. And I know there's a lot of pushback with, um, a lot of pushback with the pricing, and, and I can't I can't argue. I was trying to go through, um, I was trying to go through some of the emails. Uh, a lot of people kind of reflected what I said, which was that you know a lot of the people that are actually complaining about, complaining about the whole uh, pricing thing are n- normally people who have not even ever attended it um and you know like tanya harris says uh, are these the normal prices for the celebration i didn't realize it was that expensive between the hotel price and paisley park i'm going to need a second job lol you know i must really love prince we all do we absolutely positively love prince but it's just you know i think a lot of people are going to be sitting back and waiting to hear what the agenda is going to be they want the layout. They, they, I think people are not going to be able to make decisions until they kind of see some type of timeline. And that was, that was the other thing too. I don't mean to kind of, you know, uh, capitalize on 
the talk time here. But one of the things uh-huh. that is I, I find really, really interesting is that they are asking people to spend between $500 and $1,500 on the unknown. The only thing that you know, I mean, there are some things that you know. You know you're going to go to a baseball game. You know you're going to see Morris Day in the time. You're going to see NPG and you're going to see Catronata. Uh, that's it. That's all you know. That's all you know. So it's, it's, I think that makes it very, very difficult. There is an event that happens here in Atlanta every year called the Funk Jazz Cafe. And it is such a great, great event. It always has like lots of different uh, artists, like, you know, the brand new heavies will show up one, one day and, you know, uh, they'll have the roots. So will pop up and maybe members of outcast will pop up. But what the, the problem with Funk Jazz Cafe is, is that when they sell tickets, they never tell you who's playing. You have to buy the tickets sight unseen. You have no idea who's playing. You have no idea what's going on. You know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's you know, but it's also realistic too. You're, you're, the tickets are only like you know forty fifty bucks. That, that that's a that's a gamble, but it's not it's not a five hundred dollar gamble. It's not a fifteen hundred dollar gamble. It's just a fifty dollar gamble. So I think that's wow. that's interesting yeah. about the approach that they've decided as far as you know how they're piecing out information and from what i've seen right. you know the, it, you you've been talking about and I'll, i'm going to about to hand the mic over to you you've been talking about how you know since alan seifert has taken over this is a whole new management a whole new thing but outside right. of it moving from a double track to a single track and having an external event i mean so far everything that they're laying out is the exact template from the previous celebrations. So, so far, so far, there's not a whole bunch different. Uh, but again, even if they keep that same recipe, it's still going to be a lot of fun and a lot of it. I, I, I entice people. I'm not enticed. That's not the wrong word. I, I think people mm. definitely should go. I absolutely positively want people to go, but again, I have to do devil's advocate. I have to play devil's advocate here. Um, to be honest, with it being one track, I do think that there will be a difference because there'll be events going on during the daytime at Paisley, and then you know they'll be shut down for maybe about an hour or two or whatnot, or a little bit longer, and they're going to have the concerts there at night. So already it isn't like, oh, if there's a concert, oh, you have to be this track or that track. You decide what to do at your time at Paisley, and who knows if there'll be different things going on. We don't know that yet. Um, and of course, like, you know, following the industry as, as long as I have, and I'll be honest, since Prince's past, I've been mostly the Prince guy. I'm okay with that. Remember Neil Carlin one time, who's a great friend, and I'm looking out for his book later this year, kind of said he didn't want to be the Prince guy. I've always been okay being that way. And I did many other things covering so many other things until Prince passed and I felt that he needed my attention. Um, but as with Coachella and stuff by South by Southwest, these are larger events, much larger than your $40 event that you're bringing up. And those usually sell out most of the time, even before people know who are going to perform there, such as when Prince performed there in 2009, he was a late addition, maybe for single ticket holders or for single ticket options, but they already had those main tickets sold. Now I want to do is definitely get to what people have been sending me, just like you've been getting sent stuff. And I want to have, want to have some of the negative ones first, and then we're going to get to the positive ones, just because I'd rather have it be on that, on that front. Like someone tweeted to me that they're not going 
I've attended the three previous April celebrations and feel extremely blessed to have done so. I'm still going in April and I've booked two tours at Paisley Park and many outside print activities supporting people and things he loved. New prices and format, sadly, now not for me. This also sounds like a person who rather have had the celebrations in April. That's me making an assumption, uh, but that could be it is that they rather have it be in April than June for whatever reasons that they're wanting. Um, well, you know, and comment on that too, because I know a lot of people had an issue with, well, Prince didn't celebrate, uh, Prince didn't celebrate his birthday. So, you know, to have it in June doesn't really make any sense because, you know, he wanted us to celebrate his passing, not his birthday. But uh, again, for uh, a lot of people don't, don't remember this, but when he did the celebrations, he himself put it in June in a couple of different occasions. So, I mean, but, but, but speak to that. I know, speak to those people who are really kind of having issues with the April versus June. Right. Some of that may be what's going on with there. And then of course, there's a longer message that I'm going to access. Um, how do I put it in here? Sorry about that. Just having everything prepared, but we're getting so many no, that's all right. So, well, well, while you're looking you know, at that, um, while you're looking at that, I'll, I'll read a couple of uh, things that I've got. Nick Garcia said, "I was because I asked the question earlier. What can Paisley Park do that would absolutely positively entice you to go?" Nick Garcia sent an email. He said, uh, "If we got tours of the upstairs and the basement, he'd go in a second. Andre Simone? Question mark. Maserati? Question mark. The family? Question mark." Uh, all of which, well, you know, Andre, I don't think he's been in the actual celebration. The family has as F Deluxe last year or the year before last. Um, and Maserati mm-hmm. has not, but Maserati is an amazing show. I was lucky enough to see them do a private event here in Atlanta a couple years ago, uh, and it was just unreal. It was just uh, thanks, to, thanks to Karen because I almost missed that one. But uh, anyways, so there's that. Uh, also people said, Stacy said, I would, if they, the tour, the tour Paisley park again for the upstairs experience. So many people are saying if they could tour upstairs, it would be a big, big deal, uh, to live through that magical night in Atlanta via the video all over again. So they want to feel, they, they want to do the very last, his last final concert. Uh, but uh, again, the video, if it was on sale, she would just buy it and then fly home. Uh, so yet a lot of people saying that. And, um, Audrey said, Audrey Johnson said, Chris, I'm having the gold experience. I want to give this new management the opportunity to impress me. So I think that's a great, great statement, Audrey. I I think absolutely. Absolutely. Now with coming to the upstairs area, let's be realistic here. They don't have an elevator there. So if they do allow that, what about people that are in a wheelchair? What about other stuff that's showing discrimination? You got to understand things like that, that it may make it hard. They can't use the elevator. It has to be stairs. So if you do allow that, and then there's some people that have handicaps are challenged, they're not going to be able to do it. It doesn't make it fair. And there's other things that go on. Now, going back to some other stuff, like here's a long one by candy MPLS in June for me. However, if they're truly, uh, putting up the ticket to celebration from $500,000 and that's a major issue. And I'll tell you exactly why. Um, and that just goes, they need revenue. We know this. However, it's incredibly perplexing that on now the most anticipated day of the year for Paisley park, they've chosen to drill prices for fans. If you got a connection on the inside, you'd be lucky to pay a substantially lower price if at all. 
realistically, every single person desiring to go to Paisley Park may not know someone who can arrange a few of their affairs in order for them to attend celebration. Paisley Park is a business venture now, and there's nothing wrong with that. Although, the message received among many Prince fans, fans is that if you do not have money, you're unable to enjoy the biggest week of the year for Paisley Park. Kind of elitist, not going to lie. But it played into what I said at the haves and the haves more. It's one thing to allow the venue to gain a good amount of cash flow because that will keep it intact for us as Prince fans to keep it a massive and warm memory of Prince. But if it is 100% moral, how are we able to support the internal business affairs on the inside? And the, again, these are from fans. Going on a PR campaign to help subside the clearly questionable flaws is not going to tackle the issues head on. You get to smile at people and wish them the best and turn around and tell them them that appreciating the musician they love will cost more than half their paycheck. As a business student, I've learned that accountability is a fantastic way to ease tension. It allows the people you need traction from you to understand and synthesize with what's truly going on. As a Prince fan, it hurts that the measure isn't considered with Paisley Park. You know, don't get played for what you paid is what it is. But I understand it. It is exactly what we said before. There's a haves and a haves more, and there's people that want to do the gold, you know, and are willing to do it just like what you put about it before. And there's someone else that said, um, of course, someone's like, can you send me the link to get tickets? And, of course, you have to have the VIP on that. But someone said, um, I'm going over my second visit to Paisley Park and my first time to celebration. I'm 100% excited. That's from Mika. Because, honestly, I will be electing for the gold package. I'm happy that I can indulge in such. And again, he's saying it. He can indulge in such. Some people can. Some people can't. You know, but the whole factor of the matter is, is that they were trying to see what they can get with the $1,500 ticket price, and it's not scaring everyone away. And some people that have the money, as Mika said, he wants to indulge in it and is willing to support it. Well, you know? and well, here's the other thing, there too. Well, well, and here's the other thing, too, with the pricing of this, is that I don't think necessarily it may be the, the pricing itself, because some people are a little bit more better off financially than others. We, we get that. But I think when you are talking about $1,500 and you're just making the announcement three months in, in advance of the event, um, that makes it difficult. Uh, and it's not even that, which uh, April, May, so not even that. Two and a half months before the event. Two and a half months before the event starts. And still the general public doesn't know what the pricing is. So I think when you're only two and a half months out of the event and you ha- you're announcing that it's you're announcing that it's you know $1,500 for the gold VIP, $1,000 for VIP. Some people may not have a problem with that if you would have started maybe seven. And again, I know it sounds like I'm coming across harsh. I'm not. I'm just I'm I'm talking from a business standpoint. If you announce, make these announcements seven, six, seven, eight months in advance. I know it's kind of far out. But even six months in advance, you give people an opportunity to maybe possibly be able to set that aside, maybe maybe be able to budget for it. But you're talking about two and a half months, and still, this is two and a half months, and only the VIP folks that attended in 2019 are the only ones that know about it. So if it wasn't for you know these posts right here, nobody would even, we wouldn't even be <laughs> talking about this. Francesca says, I mean, if you bought floor level seats for three artists, 
a club level MLB ticket, food and parking and swag, a souvenir, you're already at fourteen fifty. Add up these prices, add up the prices of these things separately, and you'll get to that amount basically. Right. I get it. Well, I go. get it. I, I I I get it. I get it. Well, first off, these particular artists are not going to draw that kind of money for tickets. So. Uh, but you know, if you're talking about Rolling Stones, I mean, Rolling Stones are here in Atlanta, and the cheapest ticket is like four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, you're realistically, <laughs> you're in that realm. Uh, so right. I, I get it. I, I well, totally get it. Uh, but I do I, look. We're also we're also going. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're also going by how Graceland did stuff, and we're now you know you're saying it looks like it's going to be the same next year, but it is new management. Of course, we're hoping that they're going to impress this year. Remember, they couldn't like. They just had new people take over in October, and it's right before the holidays they're doing this stuff. So that could play into the ticket prices not being announced and trying to get everything in order. And I do feel that they're trying to have the family be more involved with the decision-making other stuff. And let me say this again. I just need to reiterate it. The family is not in charge of anything yet. It's still the estate. It's still Paisley Park. They could be going there to ask them like what they think, but they're not involved in the ticket prices or anything. They're not making the decisions. Like, chill with Taika, chill with all them, you know? Like, they're not making the decisions. They're not in control of anything yet. This is being made by them, and it's being made by business people that are saying, well, we need to have that 1450 ticket price for certain reasons, you know? Um, that's just how it goes. I just want to reiterate that, you know, um, that they're not making decisions. And, again, this is a new company taking over with Seifert in them, and that – Let's see what they do, because the first year, I think people were impressed with the celebration. The second year and the third year, not as much. In the third year, I think that Graceland knew they were on their way out. They didn't even promote the celebration at all, you know? Well, neither has neither um, has the new management. We haven't, I mean, well, uh, well, until today, saying, until a few hours ago, we didn't have any right. information. But what I'm saying is, is that the... the the Graceland thing happened in October. They're like, oh, then you have to find new management and do these other things. You know, it takes time. And then trying to have the family involved and, and do these things. Again, they're not meant, they're not doing anything, but it takes time to get it on the schedule. I so know. already they're starting in I October. Know. You know, with Graceland, you already have things in place to where they can do it. Of course, it would be better that, you know, maybe it was June of last year where they're having a switch over, but that's when the contract was over with Graceland was October of 2019. So the main thing is, is here's hoping that they impress that the first year people that attend the celebration or whatnot, like, so then when they advertise for next year's celebration, that people immediately will purchase tickets. But I think what happened with Graceland, you know, you're wanting to know panelists, you're wanting to know more performers than more staying in the time again, um, all these things. And that's it is that, they're not able to divulge that info. And of course it would be better for us to have this information at a time, but trying to play devil's advocate with that is that the new, new format and what was done before probably won't be done because, um, yeah, you know, one of the people that was there before, I'm not referring to Joel, but someone who I enjoyed working with and doing stuff with is no longer there. And now it is a different animal. And I do have complete faith in Mitch McGuire being the Paisley Park archivist now who was for the tour guide and was a tour guide before then the tour guide supervisor. I have complete faith in, in Mitch and them, and I want to see what they're able to do. You know, but I do wish that 
you know, the prices would be a little bit more affordable. But again, as we're already seeing, there is um, a demand for the gold that it is the price tag isn't scaring people away, you know? Yeah, I think, you know, there's there's a group of people that are, you know, part of that whole VIP group of folks that, you know, are, are going to go no matter what. Even if they just had to sit, they got the ability to come into Paisley Park and sit in Prince's home and watch videos all day, they're going to pay that money. That's, that's the reality of it. Right. And and if if I had, you know, disposable income like that, I would. And it's not that I can't afford to go. That's not it. I can afford to go. It's just that I just don't, um, you know, I, I, I just, I want yeah. to make sure that I take advantage and experience Minneapolis in its entirety. But so let's, let's take a, let's take a pause. What we're going to do is, um, you know, we, we want to talk a little bit on the positive side of this whole scenario. Cause I, I want to, I want to break free of, you know, some of the negativity that we've kind of been talking about some of the challenges they have. But before I do that, before I want, we want to talk a little bit about the positive side of things. So before I escape and the negative side of things, not, I'm not, not being negative. I'm just, we're, we're playing devil's advocate here. Uh, we need to go ahead and get this article out of the way. <laughs> that the Alan Seifert article that really got a lot of flack. And um, it's, for those of you who have not seen it, it is an article. You can go to Dr. Funkenberry's Facebook page. He's got a link up there. I don't think I, I'd link to this. Uh, but it is an article that talks about Alan Seifert stepping into this new management position uh, what what is his exact title? Executive director? What what is his exact title there now? I believe he got that correct on that one. Yeah, I don't. But all that being said, he you know they kind of talked to yeah his executive director, um, and he is kind of talking about some of the things that they were planning on doing, and you know a lot of people are trying to read between the lines, but to kind of glaze over what he, he had a little bit of an interview with John Bream uh, for the star tribune. And some of the things that he said were going to be changed in Paisley park. Cell phones are now permitted for the first time in the soundstage and the NPG music club for the special events. And at the end of museum tours, we've always, yeah, that, that's always been, I, I think that's okay. Um, Prince always had an issue with that because a lot of times when he would invite people in, he would play things that hadn't been released or that he was working on or that he didn't want bootleggers to get a hold of. And so there was a real specific reason. He was kind of keeping it all squashed down from a recording standpoint. And right. you know, now that most of the stuff is out there, um, and not most of the stuff, there's still, <laughs> there's still decades worth of music that we have not heard, but I think, you know, he, he's quoted as saying, we want those Instagram moments. People really want them. Unlike other institutions, we don't have the iconic visual outside. It's important for the younger audiences. Since we opened that up, we've seen the social engagement increase in a pretty significant way. Obviously you, that was one of the things that I had always you know, Prince gave me a lot of flack when I put on, and, and I, this is kind of commentary too to what you were saying. How you didn't want to, you know, you were okay becoming the Prince guy. You know, Funkatopia was a website that that focused on all funk music, and because of Prince's activity, he kind of forced my hand. 
I mean, when he started doing Facebook posts about me and started tweeting about me, it was one of the last tweets he did before he passed, he he changed everything about <laughs> what I was doing. It was like, then all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I ended up becoming that a Prince guy also. And that was not... And that was, you know, that was more probably by his design more than anything else. He, I think he saw, he liked what was happening and he liked what was going on. Um, and he just decided that he was going to tweak things his own way. And I, again, you've heard me say many, many times, I feel blessed to even was that I was even on his radar. Um, but the reason why I bring this up is because one of the things is one of the posts that I did. Uh, I got a lot of flack for, and it was a post that I did where he was apparently at the time, according to the news, uh, I don't know if it was fake news, I don't know <laughs> what it was, but it was all that, you know, he was uh, suing uh, suing his fans for posting photos and and forcing people to take photo uh, videos down and all this different things. And so I did a post called how to kill your marketing in three easy steps or something like that and talked about everything that he had been doing. And man, I caught all kinds of hell for that. But again, it was perfectly fine. But in this, the reason why this is, this makes sense in this scheme of things is that I never understood why Paisley Park kept that rule in effect after his passing because I mean, other than, you know, trying to keep with his wishes, but on the same note, social media is an, an absolute necessary evil for marketing. It absolutely positively is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of that is an absolute positive must. You have to have that if you want to get the ball rolling and get the word out about anything that you're doing, whether it's events or a venue or anything. And so for them to completely squash the ability for anybody to do that and to really kind of, you know, take that power away from the people and take that viral component out of it was just, I just thought it was a really very, very bad decision. And I think that now that this has been implemented, I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it's just great. Yes, certain areas you shouldn't be able to do it. Uh, there should be certain things that you should not be able to take pictures of um, because it's if if you can do that, then you're starting to take away people's you know reasoning for even wanting to come. But the biggest thing that he said that was going to be changed that got the most flack, and I'll give you the mic on this one, is announcing that they were going to be selling alcohol at Paisley Park now. So I. <laughs> I have my own thoughts about this. I personally think that particular decision from a monetary standpoint was maybe made a little bit of business sense, but from a legacy standpoint, it does not. Prince did not want people drunk at his place. They probably certainly don't want people getting, you know, smashed and thrown up on his carpet and all sorts of stuff. I just think that the whole, not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying, you know, when you start spilling beer and alcohol on, on stuff and it's just, it's just not good. That's just my opinion, but I'm going to let you kind of feedback on that part of it, uh, in the alcohol realm. Well, look, even Dave Hampton, you know, they used to have private parties there and they serve alcohol. The thing is, is again, 
And it just, it turns into this ultimate thing. And I sometimes the internet is a great thing and social media is a great thing, but sometimes it isn't because they go on tangents and like, look, you know, people like, Oh, I know Prince. I, I've studied him. I've done this. I've done that. He didn't want celebrations in June using as an example. I'm like, but you know, you're talking about like he'd celebrate the day he died, but he said that in 98 and the things in celebration are in 2000. So that was already taking precedence before what he said in 98. So then you have with the alcohol and then what people don't understand and they need to get it is, is like, look, when Prince is around, he can do stuff what he wanted to do. He didn't want to have a liquor license. He didn't want to have these other things. So it'd have to be a private event, you know, but he also just didn't want that stuff. He did run nightclubs before that did sell alcohol, but I think that's what led when there was bad reviews that happened in the LA times, what is what led to him closing it. What we have to keep getting and understanding is he is not walking through that door ever again, unfortunately. So we need to do these things that are going to generate more money. The thing is, is that you also have to compete. If you want Paisley Park to have people like Michelle and Degeacello and other people perform there, you've got to not think of just the Prince fans. You got to think of the people that are patrons to the Dakota Jazz Club, that are patrons to First Avenue, that this has to be uh, a venue that is not in competition with them, but you want it to be able for them to be able to make money and be able to rent out the venue and have people be there. And also people that do go to Paisley Park that do drink in order for them to have um, what they want and, ha- and be competitive with them, even if they're saying they're not being competitive. They need to have those things in place. And a lot of photos look before he had Instagram and he'd be posting clips instead of the live stream he was doing, he'd be posting clips from Paisley Park of him performing at Paisley Park in the soundstage area and other places, even in the studio with Nassim Dubois shooting Plectrum Electrum. Now, here it is, people getting upset about it. Like, we don't know what, when do we do it? And these people that keep thinking that they knew Prince best. And I'm not even saying that I'm one of those people, but the thing is, is that I don't know what's going on over there, but I keep hearing stuff, whether it's like moving around. So it's getting me distracted a little bit. Sorry, man. Um, but there's people like myself that were around him and saw that he worked and then it would change all the time. Um, so, you know, trying to it again, getting distracted by those sounds, but, um, you know, we're trying to do what we can to keep Paisley alive and he's no longer here. And there would be certain things I object to when it comes to photos myself. I'm speaking for myself here. Photos being allowed in the soundstage area where we live in a generation where people are selfie obsessed. And I've talked about this before to where they are allowing themselves um, to do it because there's people that are going to be going back to Paisley Park because they heard that they can take photos there now. So there it is. It is an incentive for people to go. And I do believe that some of the people that are talking about, oh, they're not going to go to Paisley, they're not going to do this, I can't believe he wouldn't want photos. To be honest, some of those people that are saying that haven't been back since he passed away. And 
that's what we're getting into now is it seems like there's other people that complain all the time, but they never been to a celebration. They don't plan on it. They're going to the outside events. You know, I still think it's a way to generate people and interest to come back to Paisley. Cause again, we're in a selfie obsessed cult- culture. I get crap for my selfies. Do you think I want to take, take selfies? I rather, when I wake up looking good, I wish there was someone there to take my photo and be able to post it, but I don't have that. You know, and this is what we just live in is that it's a generation of people that aren't afraid to go out to eat by themselves, but they'll be on FaceTime. You know, we used to have people that wouldn't go out anywhere. Oh, I need to go with a friend. We have a culture now that they don't care that they're going to go, but they want to take that selfie with Prince's microphone stand in the back. And if that means a $50 ticket is sold because of that, or maybe the ultimate live experience, so be it. Again, we're in a mode to where a tax bill still hasn't been paid four years later. And they have to find unique and different ways to come up with stuff. Just like the Funko doll to keep stuff at the estate. And look, those are very popular, whether it's in the Prince world or outside of it. We have to not be so closed-minded and understand and stop with this whole Prince wouldn't want this stuff. Prince would change his mind a lot. There'd be stuff that I would know about that. And you had to be in the moment with him of when it would happen. Like when I interviewed fans outside Paisley Park and we didn't have cameras, we were going to be doing something where his first ever guitar uh, that he ever played with, I was going to be inside Paisley Park having fans hold it and do this stuff. Now here it is at Paisley Park, part of the tour, the extensive tour, you're able to hold something of his. This is stuff that he wanted, he implemented, but it wasn't brought up to that day. Hey, let's get that guitar out and, and have it done. Unfortunately, like there's certain things that changed during that time, but this is it. You got to be in the moment when it came to what Prince wanted. And I just feel, you know, we won't know what he would want, but we do know that he wanted Paisley Park to be a museum. And we also wanted him, he wanted to have live events there still. And he also wanted kids to have you know, musicology sessions there, whether it's just for tours now, here's hoping later that they'll be able to record and do other things. But they're thinking outside the box. Even with Beck and doing a recording session there and all these other things, they're trying to generate interest in it because that's what we have to do with right now. We're in a world and a place that no longer has that magical universe in Yeah, I mean, and and I, as I told you before, what I think is, is that the the two biggest mixed opportunities, I think, in my opinion, for Paisley Park, and we've, we've talked about this before, was A, was the concerts, you know, having those live events there, allowing people to come and see concerts, not the dance parties are fine, and they're a lot of fun, but doing full blown concerts like, you know, having back play there and like having Michelle and Dago cello play there and Justin Timberlake and you know, little private events and things like that. Those types of things are absolute a given. They've got an amazing sound stage there that accommodates those types of things. It's no reason why they shouldn't be doing that. And on the side of things where you're talking about the studios themselves, you have state of the art studios that are the most, I mean, the stuff that comes out of those studios are iconic. It is just, it doesn't make any sense why they're not doing that on a regular basis. There's no reason why they can't have, you know, do those recording studios and also do live concerts because the amount of money that they can make, uh, you know, placing 
bands in those studios to record their albums is just and on top of that bands want to be there because a lot of bands to be given the opportunity to be able to record and say this was recorded at paisley park sells albums in itself you know so there are i think there's some missed opportunities that they can do on a regular basis but again not getting too far away from what we're talking about here with the celebration and i also want to apologize for anybody that has joined us over the past I don't know if you've joined us in the past hour and you don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, we'll do a really, really, really quick recap. I'm not going to reread the email or anything, but last night at one o'clock in the morning, there was an email that was sent out to Paisley Park for the, the to the VIPs that had attended in 2019. And it was laying out the pricing structure that started out with general admission at $499, a VIP, which is $999, and a new level called Gold VIP, which was $1,450. And if uh, with taxes and all that, it ended up being about $1,550-something for a Gold VIP ticket. And we're kind of talking about some of the missed opportunities that we kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole because we're we talked about the article with Alan Seifert and the some of the changes that he was making with the celebration. I mean, not with the celebration, but with Paisley Park in general. Uh, some of the other things that are happening here at and are probably going to be evident at the celebration are there also going to be Prince outfits and instruments and vehicles displayed that weren't there before and also available for photographs. I think most everybody that's done photographs. Uh, if you were a VIP, you got an opportunity to do photographs uh, in like one specific spot. Um, and I, most people have all taken their pictures in front of that wall with the picture of him. But now there's going to be more places where you can get photographs done. Um, and then on top of that, the it says museum goers are now allowed they are now allowed into that little kitchen adjacent to the atrium, which is that little small area. Once you walk into the atrium that used to have his ashes that were there, and then they moved it above the atrium door. And now it's not there. Just so you know, the was announced that his ashes are still in Paisley park. They're just not on display. Just so uh, all those people who also had a little bit of uh, feedback on that, but that little area where that looks like kind of like a little diner where there's some some booths and there was a big TV that's constantly uh, playing the Lynx 2015 WNBA championship game. It's constantly replayed on that television and uh, you can now enter that area. And they're also planning a lot of different events. We talked about the concert series. They have a January cinema series that's supposed to be happening. Uh, what that I guess it already happened. Um, it's book signings and record release parties, and they're having a rainbow prom for high schoolers that's planned for May. That will have a DJ, uh, popcorn, and uh, soda, and room for parents, and what else, uh, other stuff. And let's see what else is in here. Uh, full body mannequins of Prince are being custom made for displaying his outfits, and some are already in the exhibit exhibit for the Love a Sexy tour. We talked about the alcohol part of it. And of course, Paisley has reopened its recording studios. I don't even know why they were even shut down in the first place. Uh, and the soundstage for performances and shooting TV commercials. And it also talks about Seifert. And of course, he is still, Comerica Trust is still over the whole entire, the whole entire event, or not event, but the facility. So Seifert still answers to them. And it is, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a whole different scenario. He's opening up a lot of different things. I think they, they kind of 
unveil and un break open individual pieces of the event uh, or, or the venue, you know, giving access to the little kitchen is definitely something that's interesting. I, I would, I'd be interested to see that. Is it $1,500 worth? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it may be cathartic to be in there um, and to maybe possibly sit in a booth that he sat in watching a game. You know, I, I don't know. So it, it is what it is. Um, so here's what I want to do. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to play some, we're going to play a song, a really short, I'm going to see if I can find some really uh, short song here. And what we're going to do is we're going to change, we're going to, we're going to change gears a little bit. We're going to change gears and we're going to really talk about some hardcore positive stuff, things that you should be doing, should not be doing. And just, you know, trying to help Paisley Park really promote this event as best as possible and just kind of, you know, moving things along in a positive way so that as we close out the show, we can, you know, it just, we want to end on a positive note. We got all the stuff out of the way for our journalistic integrity and playing devil's advocate. So we're going to play feel good, feel better, feel wonderful. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and do some, some positive talk about the Paisley Park celebration and what we can expect. And then we're going to also answer some of your emails as well. Get your questions in now and let's take a little bit of a break and listen to some music and we'll be right back in less than four minutes. Feel better, feel good, feel wonderful. Feel better, feel better, feel good, feel good, feel wonderful. By the color of your energy field You thought this game was over, can't make it peel You tried to do me like my good brother Steve But I got another funky trick up my sleeve Expecting me to freak on you a little bit more Just get nothing but well wishes and flowers, good luck I mean no harm, I still got your back Can't 
Feel good, feel better, feel wonderful. Welcome to Funkatopia Live. It's me, your host, Mr. Christopher, with the Funkatopia Radio Show and the Funked Up app with my special guest online tonight with me. I can't even really call you a special guest anymore. You're like like a, a stalwart here, man. It's, <laughs> love having you on the show. Credit. Anyway. <laughs> Along with Dr. Funkenberry, we are doing uh, doing a little bit of a chat talking about Paisley Park Celebration and their announcement last night at 1 o'clock in the morning around that time. Uh, not specific. Around that time that um, they're, they got the pricing and they've given ticket availability to VIPs from 2019. And so there's that. And it's so tickets are already being sold to VIPs, not general admission. General admission tickets will be on sale on March 19th. If there are any VIP tickets available at that time, you can purchase them and then you'll become a VIP. I know people were asking, how do you become a VIP? In order to become a VIP, you had to have been a purchased a VIP level attendance ticket from a previous celebration and then you become a VIP. And as long as you apparently. Well, in this particular case, you got that email last night, uh, late, late last night, or actually early, early in the morning, actually. Um, you got that as a result of being a VIP in 2019, the way that that email was ver- uh, was worded. So you may have been a VIP in previous right. celebrations, but you didn't. Uh, they're not keeping record of any of that, I guess. Uh, so there was some VIP right. people that said they did not get it, but I'm pretty sure that if you did not get that email and you would like to go ahead and purchase tickets before it becomes available to the general admission or the general public, you need to go ahead and email them at info at paisleypark.com. That's info at paisleypark.com. And I'm sure they will get you the link that you need in order to go ahead and purchase tickets and move forward from there. And I think, you know, it's not just the VIP thing is fine. I I just think that when you have a limited amount of tickets and you're making the VIP tickets only available to the people who were VIPs previously, it makes it really difficult to get onto that VIP train sometimes. Uh, But I am, I, I, I'm, 
I think that last year there wasn't too much of an issue. I think there still were some VIP tickets left from a specific track. This year, it's only going to be one track, a single track. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works too. But I think the good thing about the single track experience is that there's not a variation of things that are happening. Last year, one of the primary reasons I went was because Jesse Johnson was going to be performing and also he was going to be on a panel. And I had, I can't remember, I think I had track two. And what I did was, is that track two got to see Jesse Johnson's panel where he was talking about certain things uh, in, in that panel. And then right after us, track one was going to come in and then he was going to speak some more. And you assume it's going to be the same thing, but it's not. So I just stayed seated. I just turned over my badge and stayed seated and and got to see Jesse Johnson talk twice. And there was very little that he talked about that was the same. And I think that was, that kind of agitated some people as well with the, the two track setup was because sometimes something would happen on one track, but it wouldn't happen on the other. And it kind of frustrated a lot of people. So the fact that they did away with the two tracks and made it into a single track is very, very cool. Uh, We also denoted that while we were online, I don't know if it was just, um, it happened within within hours of of us doing the show. I think they're just a few hours before we went live. They actually put information up on the Celebration 2020 page on paisleypark.com. So you can actually see a little bit. If you have not gotten that ticket again or that email to purchase tickets and you were a VIP in the past, again, please make sure that you email them at info at paisleypark.com and I'm sure they'll hook you up with a link. Maybe. I don't know. They may have rules and they may say only it's only for 2019. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. But if you are not a VIP and you are only planning to do general admission, tickets will be available to you on March 19th, 319. Let's not miss that. Let's not miss that yeah. 319. So yeah. uh, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. We, we kind of talked, the first part of the show, we kind of talked a little bit about some of the some of the negative things that people are saying and kind of just addressing some of the frustrations from some people. And so we, I think we, I think we've gotten that out of the way. And so for this last 30 minutes of the show, what I do want to talk about, I do want to spend some time just on a very, very positive vibe and just talking about, uh, Paisley park and the celebration, how awesome it is, how much fun it is. Uh, some of the things that you can probably experience if you've never been to the celebration before, uh, maybe we can share here some tips and tricks, uh, to help you kind of, uh, move things along. I do actually have a group that I have set up called Facebook called out of the park it is specifically designed really to talk about a lot of the things that are going on in and around Minneapolis during the celebration, not to, not to go around the celebration. It's just simply just talking about all the things that you would be able to take advantage of in Minneapolis during that time frame, along with the celebration, if you're planning to go to the celebration. Although it is called out of the park for a reason because these are things that are happening outside of the park. But once the celebration does make the announcement and timelines, all that stuff will be included. But we're kind of it's kind of a little bit of a group to really just put all the pieces together and to kind of help you plan a very, very effective and amazing 
Minneapolis trip when you come. So not only will you be able to enjoy the celebration, but also enjoy all the things that are happening outside of the park. If you want to join that group, it's facebook.com slash groups slash out of the park. And you can join there. There are two questions that you have to answer. And if you do not answer those questions, you will be declined. So you need to answer those questions. They're not hard questions. I, I will tell you that the name of this show on Tuesday night is called Funkatopia Live. So there, I just gave you the answer to one of the questions. So there's that. Um, then I also want to tell you that if you did, you did happen to miss the first part of the show, be sure that you tune in to uh, Funkenberry. Funkenberry is going to be getting this particular podcast. My Patreon supporters will be able to see this, uh, hear this broadcast tomorrow. Uh, but for the rest of the general public, uh, I want to make sure that if Monkenberry gets gets this broadcast, where will they be able to hear this? I will be putting it on all the platforms. If you guys are already subscribed to iTunes, Podbean, or Stitcher, it'll hit you immediately. I also do post it on the Twitter, the Twitter and the Facebook fan page as well. As soon as I get it, I'm able to upload it along with Donation links, I will be, unfortunately, be having to go the route of uh, Chris, Mr. Funkatopia, and Michael Dean and others where I have to go Patreon because I try to be free, but the donations just don't come. And it is time and other stuff invested. It's a very difficult decision. I do appreciate the one person that donated last time that still need to reach out to that was listening to the show live. I appreciate you. It's just... You know, we need this stuff just to be done because there's just expenses that go into it and time that's taken away. And I want to, you know, make sure it is a priority, especially as we're getting closer to celebration and so many other things going on. And if you want to donate, you go to drfunkenberry.com and there'll be a donation there right now, drfunkenberry.com. But, um, and also that's included with the podcast, but that's it. They can have those things there. And of course, I'm hoping to have it posted uh, sometime tomorrow i'd love to have it tonight but you know chris has other things to, to do and we're doing the live show for you and other things so appreciate him and appreciate you guys as well yeah we love having you on the show we know a lot of people we, we've got a lot of fans in common so i thought it was a really great idea to have both of us on the episode tonight because we had a lot of input and a lot of information to share uh you had some one of the things we definitely want to talk about before we talked about all the, the things that you can expect for Paisley Park for the celebration itself. And a, a couple of things, kind of want to give you some tips and tricks. Uh, one of the things I do want to share is that of the night for the baseball game, if you're planning on going to the event, uh, we really have to get some clarification from Paisley Park. I know that Paisley Park, uh, folks listen to this show so if there's any way that any of you from paisley park can get us this information while we're still on this broadcast it would be fantastic if you can email me the answer to this question at funkatopia at gmail.com one of the things that we denoted was that on the silver vip level which is the 999 dollar level it does not list the baseball game as part of that admission. Can somebody from Paisley Park send me an email and let me know whether or not that is included? And maybe it's just different seating. I know that in the previous years, 
uh, when we, the, even with general admission, we actually got to go to the Prince live at the big screen, but we weren't sitting up front. We were just sitting like, you know, a lot further back, but we were still there. We were just a lot further back. And so I'm kind of, it's, it's a little bit surprising that the baseball game is not listed in the bullets for that silver VIP or general admission for that matter. So can somebody from Paisley Park send me an email to funkatopia at gmail.com and give us a little bit of clarification and let us know whether or not they are going to be able to go to the baseball game? If not, if not, then I think we have a little bit of information that maybe, uh, Jeremiah, that maybe you can share regarding which night we think that this baseball game is going to be happening if we're going to be in a position where we need to go and just purchase tickets outright uh you want to share what you what you know are you still there still there yeah i'm still here what's exactly the question because i don't think that they're going to answer by the time we get off but maybe we'll be able to get an answer maybe someone already emailed them and we can get an answer from that no the the answer was about what which night you think that the baseball game is going to be at during the celebration I believe, I believe, albeit a Friday would be better. I believe, as far as I've been told, and like this is not, they haven't given a date yet. But what I'm hearing is that it's June 4th, which you're putting it on a Thursday night. And then that would mean that more than likely the, the first Avenue event, the after party, would be on Thursday night as well. And what I've heard, you know, I've kept this stuff to myself, but other people have contacted the twins and they have found out. This is someone else I found out. I've been keeping it secret for a while that the door, the door gate gift will be a bomber jacket, bomber jacket, and that that the thing that'll be incorporated with the price of the ticket is a special hat. And I have photos of the hat. I'm not saying it out yet. Uh, the person is entrusting me with it, just doing it. I haven't shown anyone it. I'm not sending it. That's just not how I operate. But those are the two things you're going to get. I like the hat. It's not like the symbol one from last year, but I like it. Hopefully you guys will like it. But right now what I'm hearing is June 4th. Let's see, as I think a Friday night will claim to be better, but maybe they want it. Maybe they have like the events at Paisley. They already have an event, so it'd be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all in a row that you're at Paisley Park at the nighttime. So that may be playing into effect with stuff. From what I've heard, though, it's supposed to be June 4th. Yeah. So, and so, and one of the things that I yeah. had I had talked to you about was that uh, currently on June fourth there is a promotion that's going on called the U.S. Bank Meal Deal, and it, but it happens every single Thursday, and it says you if you purchase uh, purchase a U.S. Bank home run porch view or field box high ticket, uh, you will receive a free hot dog and and something for every. Uh, I don't know, for every home run they hit or something like that. I don't know what it is. So while that is a promotion that is happening on that day, that's not something that would override a Prince night. So while there is technically a promotion that's happening, that's not like they couldn't like stack a Prince thing on top of that. So most likely the information that you got was correct. And I also had somebody else, uh, Dimitri also shared on the Facebook live post that we did earlier that he also believes it's the fourth as well, the information that he has. However, mm-hmm. on the fifth, on the fifth, there is no promotion at all that is happening that night. It's, it's, there is a promotion happening on the fourth, sixth, and seventh, none of which are the Prince night. Uh, and, uh, I think the one that's on the, um, they have a twins cap night that is happening on the sixth, and they also have a 
Kids Day on the 7th. So there are a, and that's a day game on the 7th. So I think we can pretty much rule out the 7th as not happening. Um, so it's either going to be the 5th, 6th, or 7th. And I mean, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the 4th, 5th, or 6th of June. And we have two people that supposedly know that it's going to be on the 4th. Um, and, but we don't, we do not have confirmation of that. So I don't know that I would rush to buy your tickets just yet. Uh, but it once, as soon as we find out if you're in a scenario where you cannot get tickets, uh, you're not going to get a ticket with the purchase of the Paisley Park celebration, then, mm-hmm. uh, then that that's where you would go. And I don't think it really matters where you are in that where you are in that stadium, as long as you're the first, however many people in the door, you're going to get one of those jackets. So that's, you know, right. And that's pretty awesome. It is usually limited, but here's hoping that it'll it'll be included with your celebration ticket price, not just the 1450 one, but the silver one, but let's see what's happening with that. Hopefully it's an oversight, but maybe it won't be, but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, they, they even included the Prince Live at the big screen. They even included that with the general admission ticket that you bought. I mean, yeah, so again, I mean, that it was, was like Graceland that was involved. But yeah, I mean, because I worry about it. Because look, just like you yourself and others, they're going to be going to events that aren't that are outside Paisley Park. So yep. think about that. You want people that are getting silver tickets and even GA tickets to have a ticket for the game because you're going to be competing with the other people that aren't going to celebration. They're going to be tickets to the game. That really sucks to be at the celebration and not get tickets to the game. Right. Yeah. It, Especially I mean, it, if it's, it wouldn't be the past year. We had DJ Dudley B mixing and doing fire. It'd be a firework. Night. That's usually like the Friday night game. Well, um, and, and let's, let's also, let's also be clear too, that if you, um, I mean, I don't know a lot of people that are Prince fans and baseball fans. So this is kind of a weird pairing anyways. I know that they do. Um, but the Minnesota twins have been known to do these Prince nights. So it's, it's just a fun thing to do. Uh, but one of the things that I will tell you though, is that even if you don't get one of those bomber jackets, the, uh, I guess the clubhouse or whatever they refer to the store as also has Prince related merchandise. They still sell, you know, they still sell hats and jerseys and everything that are done in a Prince theme. So you can, even if you're not lucky enough to get one of the bomber jackets, you can still get hold of some merch that has, that has uh, our prints themed. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, baseball is fun to watch, but, uh, you know, it, it is one of those things. It's, it's part of it. Um, I will say that I, I want to give props. This is kind of a little off the track, but I want, I do want to give props to Paisley Park since, you know, because recently, this last year, 2019, was incredible. Uh, considering all the releases that came out in 2019, and I just... Um, it, it, they've really done a really, really good job just pushing out some really good releases. So I want to give... Definitely want to give props to Paisley Park uh, for the way that these releases have been coming out. I mean, we obviously are, you know... Uh, ravenous in regards to Prince music, but I think they're doling it out in a very respectful way uh, that kind of makes it, you know, makes you want to reach out a little bit more and, and actually pick it up. Uh, I just, I, I can't say enough about that. And hopefully there's some more good things that are going to be coming down the pike. And that would be, 
definitely something we will be looking out for. And I just didn't want to, didn't want the opportunity to go by without giving them major props for what they've done so far. Uh, in two, actually starting in 2018, but 2018, 2019 was amazing. Uh, that 1999 deluxe was just out of control. That was just an unbelievable release. So lots of things going on. And, um, so there's that. <laughs> so I, I wanted to take it, take it back. Right. Um, right. um, According to Nadine, Nadine just texted me and said, listening to your program tonight, the Twins are scheduled to play the Los Angeles Angels on Saturday, June 6th. That seems like the logical day for the Prince night nope. along with the First Avenue Party. Is what well, said. they're playing the Angels on the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Yeah, so it's... It's, it's a four-game homestand, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't... Yeah, so Nadine, they're, they're playing... They're playing four nights in a row, so I don't. I was just reading verbatim. I didn't okay. <laughs> make sense of it before I read it. Um, no reply yet from anybody from Paisley Park who is willing to divulge what the actual date is. I think the reasoning probably maybe for that is because they don't want people to just rush out and buy a bunch of tickets to the game and well, possibly override yeah. something that they're doing. I don't know, but people are going to be there anyway. So There's it doesn't other matter. things that go into it, like they're still. The bomber jacket, the hat, there's other things that are all getting approved and it's all intertwined and things like that. I mean, what I'm being told is it's June 4th right now. We'll see if it switches another date, but then it'll make sense if it's on the 4th because then, again, 5th, 6th, and 7th, you have Paisley Park events there at the night, and then there it is, the three events. Um, they are more seeing the time, MPG, Pinata, all that stuff. You're having all these done where it's three nights in a row. Then you're at Paisley for the daytime of June 4th. We'll see what happens and we'll see how it plays out because that was what they were trying to do uh, the year before where they had to switch the prints on the big screen from Target Center. You know, they had to remove it a day because the NBA playoffs, you know, so. Right. Well, so there's a lot of things going on. We, you know, we know about some of the, um, let's talk about, do you know any details about the after dark at first Avenue, any of that stuff? I'm sorry. I lost your friend. He said, do you know, uh, do you know anything about the after dark at Paisley park? The after what at Paisley? I'm sorry. The, um, the, the, I'm sorry. I keep saying after dark at Paisley Park. So I got like too many. Th- that's not what I meant to say. After dark at First Avenue. Do you know anything that that's what's happening? There? I would assume. I would assume it would be because as we talked about earlier, I would assume it would be, you know, after the Twins game because First Avenue is right across the street from there, and so having instead of having Paisley Park after dark, you're having First Avenue after dark there with a DJ. I don't know if they're going to have a dance till dawn party, but maybe, you know, because First Avenue has been able to, for the Prince permit stuff, been able to have it be longer than 2 a.m. So who knows? Maybe this will be a till dawn party at First Avenue. Who knows? You know, we will find out. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I'm actually surprised that Linka is not tied to anything. Linka Paris, I'm surprised she's not involved in anything. We'll that's see. Yeah, it's still it's still some time to go. Still some time to go. We'll see. Yeah. Right. So very excited about uh, what's going to be. You know, just listening to the, I guess, how I, the timeline is really kind of where we. This is what we need to see from from Paisley Park at this time. 
I understand that they're kind of doling information out little by little, but the reality of it is, is that we really need to see what this timeline is to ask people to spend uh, between five hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. I'm not going negative. I'm just stating stating a point. To ask somebody to spend between five hundred and fifteen hundred dollars to attend this event, and not give them any timeline and not give them any divulge anything about what's happening and how it's happening, is really um, it's. I, I, I think it would. I it's going to affect their sales. I just think it's really important for them to get in front of this timeline. And I, I know that they already know when NPG is going to play. They know when Morris Day is going to play. Um, they don't have to divulge who the panels are. I mean, they, maybe they can divulge, you know, maybe a few little peepers that they already know. They've got to know some. Um, so I, I think, I think they should give us a little bit of a layout just so people can properly, properly plan. They may say something that completely changes my mind and I end up inside of Paisley park that I may end up going because there may okay. be something that completely blows my mind. And I, I did, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they do make some type of adjustment to, to the timeline well, that just makes me go, Oh you know, snap, yeah. I got to go. We know that they'll be showing concert footage yep. uh, there and we know that they'll have good panels. We just don't know who's on it yet. We don't know what stuff entails. But yep. they're like, look, the people that are able to go, let's not shame them that are getting the goals or whatever. Let's, Let's, you know, I wish that, you know, we were all blessed to, to do that stuff, but they're showing their support and they're happy about it. Like someone said, it's like, they feel happy that they're able to go and show their support. So they're able to do it. Like, look, we understand the price for discrepancy, but to others that work hard and do other things, this is how they want to spend their money. This is how they want to do it. So let's not even shame them for that. And I'm proud that they're able to do that and wanting to be a part of it. Oh, and, and, and I absolutely to talk with them. Yeah, and I absolutely wouldn't absolutely not shaming a, a anybody for you know if you have the money and well, you, man, and you work hard for your money, you're look, absolutely not getting shamed look, at all. I it's I just tough. I wasn't saying us. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I wasn't saying us. But there's other fans that try to do that to other fans. That's why I said for people to DM me or do other stuff because that's what some people have done is that they don't want it to be known that they're going or they don't want to have. The backlash and there's other people that said they're not going and they don't want to have to deal with the fans for their reasoning of not wanting to go you know so yeah there you go and especially I, some people I know it's overseas, tough you know they're having it with overseas they're having to pay more money for tickets and other things because they've been waiting for it but this is it i'm hoping that it goes well to where when they do like say announce like when next year celebration is going to be people are already putting in a deposit for it because of how pleased they were with stuff so let's see what they're doing but again we're going in with a different company running it but we're going in with the graceland expectations of the past two years that did underwhelm some people but graceland's no longer in the mix but we will see what's being done and i i hear everything that you're saying like look we don't know who's going to be on the panel we don't know so many other things right now but there are other people that have not have been wanting the celebration to be in june they're so happy about that and they're able to afford it so more power to them, right? Wish that we all could do that to where um, the plane tickets and hotels already already booked and that they already know what they're doing and that's how they want to send their money. I think that's pretty awesome. You know? Yeah, I think, I, I think you know, the, the main point of this is really is that, you know, hey, if you have that kind of money and you have and you're willing to do it, then absolutely do it. 
um, because mm-hmm. the celebration is so much fun. I, I just obviously the main pushback that you're hearing from a lot of people is there is that they just want it to be more accessible monetarily to to people to do it. You know, it, it, I mean, if there literally were, if there was a two hundred and fifty dollar version or a $200 version of this where, you know, you got to sit in on the panels, which is realistic to pay 200 bucks to go and, and see, see some panels. That that's, that's not, that's not, you know, a, a bad deal. You know, 250 bucks mm-hmm. is makes it a little bit more accessible and a little bit more in reach for those folks that just don't have that kind of money. And I, and, and that's the only thing that that's the only thing about it, you know, good for, you know, all those people that do have the money to do it. I mean, I, I'm one of those people who does actually have the money to do it, but I'm, I'm not, I can't, um, I just, I, I, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see how everything, I've just seen everybody, you know? So I think that's where I'm a little bit jaded. I mean, you're talking about, I, I've been a fan. I saw Prince for the first time in 1983. So that kind of gives you an idea. I mean, I've seen him 27 times in concert. 26 and 27 was at the Fox Theater in his last final shows. So I've seen him multiple times in concert. So I've seen a lot of shows. Obviously, over the years, I've heard and have acquired a lot of stuff that <laughs> many people have not heard. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff. I've seen all, all so many of these bands. I mean, I've seen everybody from Andy Allo to Maserati to The Family and F Deluxe version. Um, I've seen more stay in the time multiple times. I've seen NPG multiple times. I've seen, um, I've, I've just seen, so I've seen Shelby J I've seen Liv Warfield. I've seen, uh, various members of third eye girl, never got to see third eye girl, uh, iteration in concert, uh, when Prince was around, but cause he never really played in this area, but, um, I, I, I'm jaded. I've seen so much. I've seen so much. And as far as you know, when you think about everybody that I've personally interviewed, everybody that you've interviewed, everybody that Michael Dean has interviewed, we've heard a lot of people and a lot of insight from a lot of people and from a lot of different angles. Everybody from Maite to, you know, just everybody. We've 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 seen and heard it all. So for those of us who are really hardcore fans that just like live and breathe and absorb all things Prince. We we get a little we get a little bit jaded, and it's kind of like oh you know what what can you do for me now? But let me I want to I want to take a step away from people that that are like me, and really kind of spend just a, a few more our, our last ten minutes here to really drive home the people who have never been to the celebration, and really make sure that you guys understand how phenomenal and fantastic and fun and worthy that this event is for you and how important it is for you to be able to go. If, even if it's, even if it's a little bit tough, it's worth it to splurge on this because it is such a fun event. Paisley park is, you can feel Prince's presence in that building. It's very, um, and, and the fans are all loving, you know, it's always a good thing. You're never going to hear an angry word. Everybody is just, Everybody that you meet will be become one of your best friends starting then and then moving forward for for years to come. I mean, there's friendships, many, many, many friendships that have uh, been created in these celebration events. And it's just so much fun. And then on top of that, you also got all the events and everything that's going on in Minneapolis and everything around it. There's always all types of little offshoot concerts that are happening. So once the celebration is over 
at once the the events for the celebration are over and you go out into the town in Minneapolis, you know, St. Paul Peterson and the uh, Funk All-Stars are going to be playing, you know, at, at a venue or Liv Warfield will be playing at a, at a venue or all of these things are going to be happening all around. Plus, you can go see all these murals and go see all these sites and just, you know, there's tours that happen. It is an amazing, amazing thing. And if you've never been there, you've never experienced it, you absolutely positively have to. And if you have not been to Paisley Park, then Celebration is an absolute must. And I hope that you are, you know, financially secure enough to be able to do it. I, you know, it's it's. A great, great event. But even if you can't make it, you you should be in Minneapolis during that time because it is just so much fun and you can feel his presence and it he he, he is that city. You know, he he created Minneapolis, which is one of the things that kind of frustrates me about Minnesota and Minneapolis and the fact that they've still got taxes that they have to pay. Minneapolis owes Prince an amazing debt of gratitude for the amount of the amount of revenue that he created for that state and for that city is mind boggling. How many people have wow. ever thought about even bothering with Minneapolis that weren't Bob Dylan fans, but whoever thought about even bothering to even go to Minneapolis or even step foot in Minneapolis before Prince who, who, well, you had the mall of America. So people that are mall enthusiasts, but sh- also, <laughs> All of let's, it's amazing great I'm, shopping I'm center. joking but let's <laughs> I'm joking but let's let's understand when it comes to taxes we're talking about the government and unfortunately Prince not having a will or one not being found he didn't want as as far as I'm aware and far from people uh talking with them he didn't have a will in place see if he didn't then the tax bill wouldn't be as astronomical and of course they're trying to make sure that they get everything from them this is why to get affairs in order and other things. However, you know, it isn't about the state of Minnesota taxing him. You know, he didn't like property tax there, and that's why he would vote certain ways. But when he did vote Republican, which he did at times, but he did it for a person that was wanting to get rid of tax, um, property taxes for a few years. And Prince had a lot of property there. So, but let's understand the taxes is something the government is implementing. They're not getting prince a break they don't give anyone a break when it comes to that stuff unfortunately oh no there's politicians and everything that there's people that get breaks but it's just not doled out correctly it's just not it's just it's kind of a little bit of a it's a travesty because the reality of it is is that the amount of money that he has created for that state i mean he he literally saved that city so i, I just think that they owe him a debt of gratitude and it's just it is what it is. Uh, I did have some, some questions uh, asked about whether or not food would be included for the VIP pass. And yes, they it will for the VIP, not for general admission. Um, however, there, I will tell you, we're going we're gonna to kind of run a little bit over because I want to talk a little bit about what you can expect at the celebration if you've never been to the celebration. Um, we're kind of a little bit of a rundown kind of to kind of get you prepped for all those folks that are listening that have never stepped foot in Minneapolis and are going to the celebration for the first time or plan to go to the celebration for the first time when the tickets become available in March 19th. Cause obviously you, <laughs> the only people who have tickets in their hands right now are people who have been here before. But if you are planning on picking up a GA ticket, here's what you can expect. 
first off, uh, a lot of people have asked what it, what is the host hotel? Uh, I don't know if it's the same one. What what's the one that's in? Um, it's close to the airport, and it is it's was the host hotel for the previous celebrations. Uh, here's what I can tell you: it's very expensive. It's it's about I think the low end was like 170 or 180 a night for a room in that host hotel. If you're on a VIP level, you get a little bit of a discount, but there literally is, I'm not kidding you, walking distance, like a football field away from that hotel is a hotel right across the street called American. I think it's a Wyndham hotel. It's like America, but with A-M-E-R-I-C-I-N-N. And it's like 60 bucks a night. It's, I mean, it's not like as nice as that hotel, but you're not going to be, I can tell you when you go to Minneapolis, you're not going to be in a situation where you are, um, you're not going to be in a scenario where you're going to be at your hotel a lot. You're going to be there to change sleep. And that's about it because there's always activities that are going on in and around Minneapolis everywhere. And so you can pretty much stay up 24-7 and do Prince things all the entire time that you're there. It, it is completely possible to do that. So uh, I wouldn't put too much honest in how much you're spending on these on these on hotels. It's really not – I mean, it's nice to be able to walk into a really nice hotel, but it's um, – Wally Safford, Wally – Where'd you get those glasses? Wally and I stayed at the American last year. We hung out. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> We'd sit in the lobby and just cut up. And but it was um, it, it's a great hotel. Very inexpensive. I wouldn't spend your life savings on a hotel. Uh, it's very difficult to find a specific location that will be centralized to everything that you're wanting to do. So just maybe get something that's maybe somewhere between Minneapolis. And the airport somewhere in between there, uh, because that's kind of a little bit of a centralized, unless you're only planning to go to Paisley Park and only for the celebration, then obviously get a hotel over in Henderson or over there by Chanhassen. Uh, then that would be the only thing that makes sense, because you're also going to get a shuttle that's going to take you from the hotel to Paisley Park and back and forth from the Paisley Park to the hotel, if that's the only things that you're planning on doing. Um because there's always things that are going on in St. Paul, which is like northwest of Minneapolis, and you've got stuff that's going on in Minneapolis, and you've got stuff that's going on a little bit southeast of Minneapolis, like the um, like Jelly Beans, the Jelly Bean Experience, where he always does this event over there. Uh, what's that place called? Music? Um, I can't remember the name of the place. Anyways, there's lots of things to do. And the murals and all that stuff are all littered throughout throughout Minnesota between Chanhassen and Minneapolis, there's all types of murals on the sides of buildings and stuff. Places like electric fetus, which is the record store that he always used to go to. All those things are all there. There's tons of stuff to do. Uh, you will in the celebration itself, you're going to actually have, um, you can eat there. So the question was whether or not VIP people got fed. Yes, you guys get fed. It is a little bit higher grade. It is not a little bit. It's higher grade food than, than general admission is going to get. General admission, you're mice, you, you get things like uh, Rice Krispie treats and cheese pizza. And uh, uh, they didn't even have pancakes. They, there was like, it was very limited menu every single time that, that we went as GA. And, and it's not like food that you would find like incredibly 
filling. I think they had like a, a tofu type of uh, stir fry thing one night, one day. But uh, VIP is definitely the way that you want to go if you're looking for a little bit more higher end food. They have a little bit higher end, more vegetarian food that's going to be catered. Uh, GA foods more of a a fast food vegetarian type of thing. Uh, but it's not that incredibly expensive. You'll end up spending about 12 bucks or so a meal. Um, so it's not like insanely expensive to eat there. Um, now you can actually use your phones in that area. It makes it a lot easier to actually communicate with your loved ones instead of having to wait until a break when you're, you know, corralled out into the tent. Um, so, and most of the day is panels, the the performances themselves normally happen in the late afternoon or to close the day. That's normally when the performances happen. And I think the ones that happened in the afternoon were only because it was multiple panels and they had to schedule it that way. Now that it's not, I think the the concerts will most likely happen at night and then you'll have panels all during the day. And the panels are basically, you might meet with Alan Below or... Uh, for uh, you know, or Steve Park and ta- that talks about photography, and they share all kinds of print stories. Or maybe you'll you'll get to meet with all of uh, his dancers, and they'll tell you about all the things that he would do during dance rehearsals. And so you're going to hear print stories all day from all different types of perspective. Maybe it's sound engineers one day, and maybe it's photographers another day, and maybe it's you know old bandmates another day. Um, it's all different types of things that you're going to hear. And it's, uh, it's a lot of stories. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of information. And then of course, it's always capped out with a live, you know, live performances. And at some point in the day, you, there are a lot of times they'll always show an unreleased, uh, concert clip that you've never seen before. It will be a concert footage from, cause Prince recorded every single one of his shows. I don't know if anybody knew this, but that was part of Morris's, Morris Day's job was to actually go to, uh, in the beginning, was to go to shows and actually record it. So every single one of his concerts, every single one of his concerts was recorded in some form or fashion. Audio, video, both, somehow. He always recorded his shows because he always wanted to see what was done, what was done before. If something great happened, he wanted to be able to capture it. He was just a monster that way. So with all of those concerts that he recorded, there is so much stuff. And you actually, if you go to the celebration, you'll actually get to witness some of those lost uh, concert footages. Sometimes they're like uh, digest versions because most of his concerts were, you know, north of an hour and a half. And a lot of times they would just be like a little over an hour. This is the shows that they'll play. Um, one of the things I can feedback if Paisley Park is listening one of the things I can feedback is that, again, you are talking about the people that are willing to pay $600 and up or $500 and up to attend these events. They don't want to hear the hits over and over and over again. So if you are planning on showing some concerts, how about you stick to some like after parties or stuff, things that maybe they haven't heard before, because there's only so many times I can hear the hits throughout the celebration. It would be great if they actually mixed it up for the folks this time around. It would be really, really good. Because uh, it's always good to hear those deeper tracks, you know. Uh, it's just always, it's just always so much fun. But I love it, I love it, I love it. I'm so excited for Paisley Park and that they're going to get to do another celebration. And uh, I'm, you know, once the general, you know, general public gets hold of these tickets, I don't know how long that they will be available. But you definitely want to do it if you are a Prince fan and you've never done it. You absolutely have to do it. It's a lot of fun. 
and you will definitely enjoy yourself and hopefully you never become jaded. <laughs> hopefully you never do. Uh, what kind of tips and tricks would you suggest for people, Jay? With the celebration or... Yeah, with the celebration. Just celebration specifically. Specifically, since we're talking about the celebration and we're kind of already... Well, well, look, I really was wanting everything to be at Paisley and for everyone to only be able to go to Paisley. And now what you're doing is with the ticket price and some of these people complaining, you know, and they're already planning on being in Minnesota and just attending off the track things, they're creating a market for stuff to be out of Paisley. So it's kind of hard to recommend stuff. You know, with the hotels, if you're planning on being at Paisley a majority of the time, you want to be closer to Paisley. You will have one night where you definitely will be at the Twins game and then Paisley Park after dark, which I'm making, excuse me, first downing after dark, making the educated guess that you wouldn't have people driving to downtown Minneapolis two two nights in a row there or two nights out of the four days of the event. So you may want to stay more close to Paisley. I know a lot of people are all about the bed and breakfast now because they're a lot cheaper. Start looking into those things now. Um, but if you're planning on not being at Paisley, unfortunately, that probably stuff where the events are going to be happening more so towards downtown would be a better option and bet for you. Those are the only things I can go on. I really was wanting everything to be a Paisley, but I do understand with this ticket price that it is creating a market for people to not go, you know, and still want to be around fans and have a good time. Yeah, I think that's going to be the challenge for Paisley Park, right? Is that when you price it out like this, you make you kind of price people out of it. And I think I it would be so phenomenal if they can figure out and they may not be able to do it this year because it looks like they've already got things etched in stone about the pricing and how they're going to lay it out. But it would be really right. really great for them to be able to create some type of opportunity for people that do not have these type of financial means to be able to at least come into Paisley Park. Like we, like you and I had discussed before, if they have the bands closing the nights, opening the doors to allow people to be able to come in and see the bands, maybe for a hundred dollars a ticket. Okay. A hundred bucks. Okay. That's, that's still a little steep for a ticket or a concert. That's probably going to no, be no longer than an hour and a half. But you at least give those people an, a, the ability to be able to actually visit Paisley Park while they're there in Minneapolis if those that pricing is out of their range. So I think that would be a great suggestion for Paisley Park to give people the opportunity to be able to walk in that door and and just experience Paisley Park during the celebration. And and if they went to see all three of those shows, that's three hundred bucks that they made that they w- wouldn't have otherwise. Off of one person. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, those are the suggestions I made before, but here's hoping that they'll do it. They yeah. will do it. Yeah. I think it'll be a phenomenal idea. I, I, I just think that there's going to be a lot of people that are coming to Minneapolis. I know that there are people that are from my camp that are going to be in Minneapolis that are not going to be attending the, the celebration. And I want to clarify that in closing, that the reason why I'm going to the celebration is not because I don't want to go to the celebration. I do want to go to the celebration. Uh, I just, you know, I've already explained the reasoning why I just, I, I feel like there's needs to be some more things going on. I would l- just like, 
uh, Funkenberry, I would love to cover this event, but to come out of pocket, you know, $1,500 or even on the low end, $500 just for the luxury of covering the event in order to help pro- you promote the right. event is just, is, is a little much this year because just because I've, I've, I've already done it. I've done the celebration already. I want to help you spread the word. I so badly want to help you spread the word and help right. you do promotion for this and get people hyped. But, um, Look, yeah, I, it's, it's, yeah. it's just not, you're, you're, you're not doing, if you're not gonna, it's just not, it's, it's, but yeah. I, 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 but again, yeah. I have to reiterate, if you've never done the celebration, please do the celebration, please, please do the celebration. It's so much right. fun. It, it is worth it. It is worth it. You're just talking to, you know. you're just looking to a couple guys, you know, Funkenberry has actually was was sitting in a car with Prince listening to new music in his car with Prince. And you're talking to another guy who was, you know, that's only one story out of like dozens that he has of, of hanging out with Prince. And and you're talking to somebody else who has seen him, you know, a couple of dozen plus times. And it's just, we're, it's just, we're, we're kind of in that zone, you know, but for, for for newer fans and not that we wouldn't want to go, we do want to go. We absolutely positively want to go, but it's just, we're, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's just one of those things. You know, like, look, you know, I'm willing to do what I need to do in order to get in. Like, I've yeah. offered to host before or do other things. Like, if it, like, I'll pass out flyers. I'll, you know, help out with the panels. I think Andrea Swenson is perfectly capable of doing that. But, you know, I always want to help out with things, and that's what I do is, like, let me know if you need help. These are certain things that I do. I don't exactly publicize everything that I do or what I'm asked to do. But, you know, there are certain things I don't just expect that it is that they're going to take care of me. I'm not expecting that this year, but I'm willing to do whatever they need me to do to help out. Like I said, I'd love to be a part of stuff and whatnot, but that's just how it comes from, that they know that they want me, if they want my help, they're going to get my help. So there you go. But And to be be fair... Yeah, and to be fair, I think everybody listening would be willing to do whatever to be able to get in the door. We 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 got it. <laughs> we 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 understand the 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 listeners. We we understand you guys. Um, again, you just have to understand kind of our our historical background with Paisley Park and Prince and everything else. Uh, to kind of understand our positioning. We do want to be there. We would love to be there. If Paisley Park would like for us to be there to help cover the event and to help promote the event, or if they want want our help beforehand to help promote the event and continue pushing it in in a completely marketing standpoint, not from a, you know, a, a, a columnist type of way like we're doing right now. Uh, we, we are, our advertising things are completely up to, you know, are, are available to you, are, marketing channels are completely available to you you just have to just ask and we will be more than happy to assist in any way we possibly can uh, but we wanted to share a little bit of perspective of what we're seeing now what we're seeing out there how wh- how we're seeing it unfold and just kind of letting you know behind the scenes what's happening not that you don't know that but i think we kind of wanted to create a little bit of a reader's digest version of those things <laughs> that's right wake up <laughs> that's, 
but uh, yeah, so we're going to take advantage of you know we 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 do from six to twelve we do the Prince block here on Funkatopia Live. We, we I think we can wrap this up. Any final words you would like to say about the celebration and about just in general? You're hoping that it goes on as planned with this, you know, virus thing that's going on and other stuff. And I'm hoping that people are able to attend and that, you know, you have to understand, they may not be telling everything that's happening with the general emission with the prices of it now, because again, these are people that paid VIP before and they of course want you to get the VIP passes. They're not going to divulge what's in GA. They want you to get the gold or they want you to get the silver. And of course, these people that have spent paid VIP prices in the past, they probably will, you know, be paying that price again. So they're not looking for GA anyway. Yeah. I, I and mean, there'll probably be more details of a GA price as the public on sale date becomes available. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think, you know, most people will probably jump on the general admission bandwagon. You know, it's, it's the lowest end and it gets you in the door and to be able to experience everything that's going on. Um, and we'll just see how things play out. We're just going to just keep on, just keep on keeping on. And we appreciate the opportunity for to share a lot of this information with you guys. Thank you so much for all of your input. I know you've been tweeting me to death and uh, same thing with Funkenberry and I've been getting Facebook messages this whole time and emails and I appreciate all your input and I hope we were able to properly address all of your questions regarding the celebration. Uh, the celebration will be June 4th through June 7th in Minneapolis. I'm sorry, in Chanhassen actually is where the Prince celebration is happening. But you'll fly into Minneapolis, and there's all types of stuff going on that entire week starting on June 1st. Uh, also, while I've kind of got your ear, for those of you who are planning on being in Minneapolis in April, during April 21st, there's a bunch of different events that you can certainly take advantage of that are happening all around uh, Minneapolis during the because that was when the celebration used to be originally before uh, Alan Seifert and those guys decided to move it back to June and so that's where it's at and uh, also to uh, unfortunately I have some other news to share as well but there was going to be a symposium that was going to be happening in uh, at NYU during the month of April that was talking about the um, Dirty Mind 40th anniversary and Graffiti Bridge 30th anniversary, the symposium. And unfortunately, we just got the announcement that uh, that particular event, that symposium has been postponed. So we do not know any of the information, uh, the information regarding that whole and most of it is due to, again, it's due to the, the whole coronavirus scenario. Uh, you know, we, we talked about a little bit about South by Southwest and also Coachella moving to October. You know, obviously those events are massive. Those are tens of thousands of people. But it's still a scenario where, you know, it could be effective. Uh, it, it definitely could be affected with the people that come to Minneapolis. There is going to be a reduction of in attendance due to some of these travel things that are happening. And I don't know if everything gets shake, shaken out before June or if it just gets worse. We don't know. But it seems like every single time we turn on the news, it just gets bigger and bigger. And it's, 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 if, does anybody else have Netflix when you watch that show called Pandemic? 
It's like a documentary that came out right before this coronavirus thing broke out. And it's a show, it's on Netflix called Pandemic. And uh, if you like to be terrorized, that is a perfect show. And it was actually released with perfect timing because it came out like just a month or two before this whole coronavirus thing broke. And now it's like one of the most watched things on Netflix because it's got people freaking out. Um, So there's that. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Thank you for letting us cover some of the information that we have on Celebration. If there is anything else divulged, timelines or otherwise, you definitely will be uh, told. If you want to rehear any of this broadcast, especially the first part of the broadcast when we were talking a little bit more from uh, Devil's Advocate side of things, you can certainly do that. Uh, Just go to any of uh, Funkenberry's podcast areas on Apple iTunes or any of the places that he sends out these these broadcasts it should be available tomorrow uh, same thing with us you can visit patreon.com slash funkatopia p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash funkatopia it will be available to patreon supporters only and that's the only place i'm going to release the rebroadcast of this if because um, outside of that you need to follow funkenberry and he will take care of you from there jay you got anything else to say no, just I'm hoping for the best in all the situation from all sides. Absolutely. Is all I can say. Absolutely. You know? Agreed. And, um, and I just wish everyone love, wish everyone heaven, and to continue to keep it funky. You know, that's all I can do. I would have to agree. It's been a fun, fun night. We ran a little bit long. Sorry for those guys that wanted to check out at 10 o'clock, but, you know, we have information to talk to you about. We, we just find new things to talk about. We were supposed to do the album chat for the chocolate invasion tonight. That is going to be moved to next week. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, next week, Tuesday, 8 PM Eastern standard time for the album chat for the chocolate invasion. I will do it live. And then the following week we will do the album chat for slaughterhouse, which will be just two days shy of the 16th anniversary of slaughterhouse. So it's pretty interesting that that happens to fall right on that date. Right now, we're going to go just play some music until midnight. Doc, thank you for joining us, man. I had a great time. I hope you did, too. And we'll talk soon. Sounds good, man. Like I said, much love to everyone. Keep it funky and uh, donate if you can. And much love, Christopher, and look forward to those album chat shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. For right now, let's go to the, back to the music, and hopefully we answered all your questions, and we'll see what happens. Good night, everyone. Good night. Funkatopia Live and Funked Up is the online radio station of Funkatopia and is in no way affiliated or endorsed by Paisley Park or the estate of Prince Rogers Nelson. Yet.